I will be proud to lead you wonderful guys into battle anytime, anywhere. That's all. Balls, two strikes. Spores, kicks, and fires. He struck him out looking. It's over. It's over. The Rangers have won the World Series. Ranger fans, you're not dreaming. The Rangers are the World Series champions. Where are we at in society today? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Appreciate that question. It's the miracle on ice. It's Tiger in 05. It's history in the making. This is the Drake Toll Show. I had almost forgotten what it is like to enjoy collegiate sports. <laughs> it's all right, isn't it? And there they come. The Baylor Bears, Scott Drew, Jacoby Walter, some guy named Miro. He Eve, did play, yeah. Eve Misi. Who's like 17 years old. Yeah. Found out his girlfriend's like 23. Dog. That makes sense. Dog. That makes a lot of sense. You see how he played last night? Yeah. yeah. But she ain't 33. I bet she was there. I bet she was in attendance too. And he thought, you know what? I got to put on for my city. Cameroon? Uh, yeah, he's from Cameroon. Cameroon? Yeah. He, I mean, his brother played at Harvard, so he's probably been in the U.S. a while. I mean, he played all his high school in the U.S. Today's show And his a- teammate, by the way, in his last year of high school, yes. is the freshman kid for Auburn. Hallway. Hmm. They both played a prolific prep. There you go. I stand by. I tweeted it last night. I tweeted a lot of things last night. It was a good night. Good night for the bird. I tweeted out. a lot. And I stand by. Fran Fraschilla just says words a lot. That 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 uh, you have some bad takes on Twitter. That was a good take. He just be he just he he's good at saying things. He just be saying stuff. Because some guy. So you're will, a new hockey fan. There used to be a guy in the NHL that would do that. Just. Any any player, oh, he played for this junior team or at this prep school, and this guy who you've never heard of was the coach. Yes. And it was just so obnoxious because we were like, that's sick, dude. But, like, three people who are from that town got to appreciate that, and none of us know what you're talking Correct. about. Correct. Yeah. And Fran is the same way. Pro, like, prolific prep. I mean, that didn't do anything for me but other than knowing that Eve Meesey and, and Aiden Holloway played in high school together. But nobody knows what that school is or what its significance is yes. or – or or he went off about um was it Jaden Nunn's dad from That's Flint correct. and he played That's on correct. the greatest high school team ever and just starts naming a couple guys and it's like Andre Risen oh I know like I a sports fanatic knows who that is yeah. but the college kid watching I had no idea his college basketball team has no, no idea. idea who Andre Risen is Aaron knows who Andre Risen is of course got his house burned down by uh. One of the TLC people. I left didn't, eye, I think. The late left eye. I didn't show up to work today to just dog Fran Fraschilla. Can we, though? But it does happen to be with the beginning of the show is, is going to be made up of. There's a point. This was Well, it's the reason why they were so highly ranked in Ken Palm. This was peak. And and I'll throw this out here, too. I'll throw this out here, too. Every, everybody says, like, oh, Fran Fraschilla hates my school. Oh, Fran Fraschilla hates this or hates that. 
No. No, he doesn't hate Baylor. He doesn't hate Texas. He doesn't hate Tech. He exists in the Big 12. Already, 254-662-1660. This struck a nerve. Uh, someone text <laughs> says, I used to like Fran, the commentator from last night, but I don't like him anymore. I had to mute him and listen to music while watching the game. Mm. That's tough. Man. I get that. That's tough. And I will give, can I give Fran some credit here? Can I give him the opposite and then we well, say I, I we like, sandwich? Well, I like doing the opposites. Let me just get this out first. Oh, so you don't Fran want to say was the a, positive. Fran was ahead of the game. Okay. He, like, he was always a college basketball guy, like always a national analyst. All right. And whatever, seven or eight years ago, it was just like, I'm going to hitch my wagon to the Big 12. Mm-hmm. I think he lives in Dallas or in the area. So mm-hmm. he's just like, I am going to go so hard at this. And the Big 12 became the best basketball conference in the country, and the Metroplex started producing some of the— Paul, he could have been this. Yeah. Paul Biancardi, yeah, if he— but had- for that, if, if Indiana was any kind of good, we'd have to listen to Dan Dockage, which right. sucks. Right. <laughs> which sucks. I think I have Dan—I do. I, I mean, they're both bad. I have Dan Dockage's to, but- number in my phone, which I didn't know until a couple months ago. I'm looking up He's da- the worst. Looking up Dan Johnson, the president of the Hyannis Harbor Hawks, who also—I have his number. Did Indiana end up winning last night? Dockage is, I guess we I played somebody bad, and it was close. They I'm did win for Indiana last night. Uh, what a once-proud program, man. My favorite Honoring friend, Bobby Knight, and they barely beat, like, Towson or whatever. My favorite friend, for sure, a quote from the evening. This is at Auburn. He says, they were not a good shot-blocking team last year. And almost immediately says, never mind, they were top 15. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like, in the nation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then <laughs> we just moved on. Or how about his analysis on the goaltend, that late goaltend call that ends up getting overturned? Um, he's basically trying to argue that, so it was a shot that was blocked cleanly and then kept going up to the backboard, and then the second guy blocked yes. it, pinned it against the backboard. Over the, it was over the goal at the time as well. Right, which by rule should be a goaltend. Correct. I'm okay with that call not standing because it it's not fair, but by rule that's a goaltend. And then Fran... Instead of talking about how that's the rule, was like, does he even touch it? I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it bounces off the backboard. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Pretty awesome. He's thinking he's like Wilt Chamberlain grabbing it out of the air against some five seven white guy in fifty six. I'm a, like, no, man, that's a pin. A beautiful moment where he it, it happens every time there's he's a almost, review. Is he too smart for his own good? Every time there's he a review, overthinks every review. Fran always goes, they'll come over here. <laughs> they'll, they'll explain it to us, and he knows that they will come talk to Fran Fraschilla about. They'll explain it. And last night it was prolonged. It was probably twenty five like, seconds of Fran Fraschilla and Roxy Bernstein not speaking because Fran is having a whole conversation with the official. Over here. And it's we'll, like certain people in our media market who's like, they're gonna let me ask a question. Yes, two questions, and if they don't, I'm gonna throw a hissy fit. What? I don't let me ask a question. Has happened before a couple of times. It's happened. It's funny to see. And um, maybe the other. This is this was where what got me on the Fran Priscilla conversation is the that young man went to junior high at Middlebrook, went to high school at Martinville, started at Northwest Dakota State, and is now in his fifth year after a stint at Barkley University. Happened just after a layup, after a layup, and then he just starts just rattling off. To, you as a play-by-play guy too, you know there are like a couple each game, great nuggets, yeah, that you're just ready to use. Fran's nuggets are all where they went to school, and he will use them as soon as humanly possible. And we'll name at least one parent. And we'll name yes. at least or one yes. other person who also went to that school 40 years ago. And you're just like, oh, wow. Fran, Did you know Jaden Unstab went to Wisconsin Green Bay, See, which is now just Green Bay? That was news to me. And he's from Flint. Thank you, Fran. So I, 
to a nugget standpoint, nugget standpoint, my big nugget, you and I are doing the Kearns and Marlin game tomorrow night. We're Can't gearing wait, up for that way. one, huh? Aaron, don't give that look. We're excited. We're excited. It's at, it's at Midway, Aaron. We don't have to go that far. No, no, I, you're mis- misconstruing my look. Oh. Yeah. It's going to be – I so think it'll be a here. great game, but I don't think it'll be a fun night for Karens. So I'll put it Yeah, there. yeah, it yeah. might not be. Might not but be. that's a good thing way, because I'll be it, rooting for Marlon. Is it oh. Karens? Karens. Karens. Karens, yeah. Karens. 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 So it is like a extra syllable, but you almost don't say it like it It's just like Colonel, but take out the – Okay. Kearns. It's just Kearns. Because I was thinking like Kern with an S but with a K. Kearns. Kearns. That's what it is. It's Kearns. Kearns or Kearns? Kearns. One syllable. Kearns. Yes. My college roommate was a bobcat. Not like Corinthians. Can you just say it? Please. Stop. Kearns. Just say it correctly. This is not hard. So preparing for that game tomorrow night. Yeah, correct. Journalism school. But then you take Kern. out the ing. Uh, so I, what you're trying to tell me is I had it right this whole time. In preparation for tomorrow's game. Kern. I have learned after talking to their head coach today, former Baylor Bear, Coach Patton, that his program is down at twice, twice the season, was down to five linemen, five offensive linemen. In total. In total. Mm, five offensive. Tough. And it, they <laughs> won one of those games. Their biggest offensive lineman, 215 pounds. Mm. Their center, 175. Wow. And the reason... I, honestly, I, eat, I ate like crap over the weekend. I might be at 175 right now. <laughs> and I've been the, hovering at like 168. The reason that they had five offensive linemen for the game against Italy... He's got more muscles. ...earlier this year was because the night before, one of their players was in a vehicle with his parents, and they hit a cow. And luckily, Problem which is Kearns. the most Kearns thing, luckily everybody's okay, so it's more of a jest thing now. Kid broke his nose on a Thursday night, couldn't play against Italy the next day. They had five offensive linemen, and they went out and they won. I said, Coach, how'd you do it? And he said it was an act of God that they won that game. Those are my Kearns Bobcats right there. In the same game, he had one running back tear his ACL. The backup comes in, immediately breaks his ankle. Oh, no. And they made the playoffs. They've won three straight games, the Bobcats And have. they're going to play the game tomorrow. And they're going to play. reason why we play the game. Against Marlon tomorrow. Marlon Marlon's being good. Favorite. But that's a fun yeah. nugget. That's a fun nugget. Kid got in a, hit a cow, broke his nose, five offensive linemen. That's my nugget as a play-by-play Yeah, play where guy. did he go to high school? That's Kearns. <laughs> Where did he go Damn, to junior high or middle school? Already I, gave I, away I bet Fran for Shilla knows. And that was the crux of last night's broadcast was listening to Fran say, ad nauseum, three things. One, just naming stuff. Two, telling us it was a Final Four crew. Every, every call that was made, there's a Final Four crew. Final Four crew. There's a special kind of color commentator that gets on their knees loving the refs so much. Like, like giving the the resume and the pedigree of the refs. And three. And they're not good color commentators usually. He loved the word verticality. Had never heard it, but he kept That is ex- the buzzword of college he basketball. He kept saying over and over, verticality. Somebody would just jump. Just one player would go into the air, and he'd go, and that, Roxy, is verticality. I've been talking about it. That You sure have, friend. That made-up word is... As annoying to me, just from last night, as the phrase force multiplier yeah. that people Ugh. keep using on ESPN National. Uh, yep. It's a made-up, dumb phrase that means nothing, and stop saying it. But they're really bought into force multiplier. Oh, gonna, they love gonna, it. They're going to shut think, us down. They, they think it's the greatest phrase ever. Stupid. Um, it's, to me, that's like saying something is 
one of the most unique. Or one of the better is actually probably my least favorite thing to hear ever. One of the better guards in this class. Mm-hmm. Are there two guards in this class? I probably said so that. So then it's though. one of the best. I probably I probably said that before. You dev- I mean, uh, everyone does. Not. Everyone yeah. does. And people say most unique, more unique. Hate it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That, that's a tangent. In last night's game, I thought, and today's show is not entirely Baylor. Twelve twenty. Aaron Nola is a Texas Ranger. Woo! That uh, report. Apparently, there are going to be some serious talks between the Rangers and the hard-throwing Philadelphia Philly. Twelve forty. I don't play fantasy football says Mike McCarthy as he's asked about Brandon Cooks. Be cool if he did. At 1 o'clock, is there any way to keep both Oklahoma and Texas out of the Big 12 championship? And is that a good thing if the Big 12 does? At 1.20, let's hit some Baylor hoops in depth. Break down last night's game. And at 1.40, it's playoff time in Texas. High school football playoffs this week. In last night's game, though, to put a bow on it for a bit, Jonathan Chamuchachua only plays seven minutes. Langston Love, your third-year guy, only plays 20 minutes. You say only, but he's your third-year guy. To me, we learned last night the speed of the game is probably a little too much for Jonathan Chamochachua and Langston Love. No fault of their own, injuries being a huge part yeah. of that. You saw what a aghast Eve Misi gave you late in the game, what Josh Ojanwuna was able to give you in last night's game. You're likely going to lean on both of those guys. Even Caleb Lohner played hard and didn't make any big mistakes. Yeah, he was a bright spot for me because he didn't dribble the ball off his foot or anything. I remember when I was in eighth grade, we were playing Cersei, and at that point in time, this was for the conference title. This is for the eighth grade conference title. Fran Fraschilla was there. I, I knew I probably wasn't going to play this game, but the guy in front of me got in foul trouble, and it's probably... It's early third quarter, which was way early for me to get into a game like this. We're breaking down this game in the witching hour, by the way. And coach coach goes, toll. And I run off the end of the bench thinking there's no way this is real. There's no way this is real. And in my mind, here's what's going through my mind. Don't screw up. Don't score. Don't get a steal. Get a couple rebounds, maybe. Just don't screw up. And what does he say to me before I go into the game? Don't screw up. Hell yeah. That was it. That was it. My, my role in the game was not to make a positive impact on the game. It was just to plug a hole for a second. I, by God, I went in there. My guy didn't score for that four minutes. I got like one rebound, maybe two. Felt very confident. I got out of the game, never saw the floor again. Not in that one, at least. And that's when I see Caleb Lohner out there. That's what I think of. Just, whoa. <laughs> I just, uh, don't I, screw up. I think we all have a moment like that in our sports careers. You I didn't play sports. One. I did play sports. You told me the I other day you did not. I didn't play well. Oh, that was a joke because I've told you hundreds of times about the sports I've played, and you had the gall to ask, hey, did you play any sports? <laughs> Sorry. I don't listen to anything. Mine was me. in a JV lacrosse game against Cohasset, which was – this is our first year as a program. We had to play JV. Cohasset was, like, nationally ranked varsity team, and we had no shot of beating them, but we did, and I was put in for the last minute of the game. You beat them? Yeah. Wow. I did. Um, no, but seriously, we were up one with a minute, like two minutes left, probably in the fourth quarter. And coach was like, Camp. And I was like, What? <laughs> what? What do you mean? Yeah. It was that Jennifer Lawrence meme. And he was like, Just get out there. And I was very slow. I ended up becoming a decent player yeah. in a different position. Okay. But I was very slow, got a ground ball, got pushed in the back, drew a flag, which, which gave us the ball to run out the clock. Wow. It's a big moment for me. 
All right, that's fairly. It's, I needed a shot. To that's Caleb. Tell that story. You weren't walking I, into that game yeah. to score. You did Correct. not want to Correct. score. You did. It was just. But but the difference with up? me, like Caleb Loner can grab a rebound or whatever. Like at that point in my lacrosse, I couldn't do anything. I wasn't gonna get a shot. I wasn't gonna run past anybody. I wasn't gonna catch up to somebody. I typically wasn't gonna get get a ground ball. And I was like, oh my god, I I gotta get in the middle here. Caleb Loner can grab a rebound. He also can throw it out of bounds. Trying to hit the we, outlet. Yeah, we've curbed the expectations on Caleb Lohner so much before when he came in last year. Because it was like, man, this is going to be an energy guy off the bench. You might have gotten a second J- Jonathan Chamba Right. And then by the end of the season, you were like, ha, ha, ha. Caleb Lohner was only a minus four. <laughs> hit some free throws, yeah, man. Yeah, really good was it the Santa Barbara game. He was great. Yes. I mean, he actually great. did have a few real good games down the Yeah, there were two or him. three last season. Yeah. He was Spectacular. It was all of a sudden like he and Jalen Bridges were your players. Um, anyway. For the Bears, I'm going to buy on Jalen Bridges. I'm going to buy Jaden Nunn. I'm going to buy Jacoby Walter. I'm, I'm buying buy, almost all of them. I'm going to buy Ray J. Dennis. Yes. Too jittery in the first half. Yes. Too seven fast, turnovers. Needed to calm down. Seven turnovers in the first half is unbelievable. It's but terrible. I, but I like his game. Second half settled in, was much more focused. Hit some realized, big shots down the stretch. Yeah, and and at the same time realized it didn't need to just be him. Yes. He can facilitate. This and isn't be, Toledo. Right. I'm going to buy on Ray J. Dennis. I'm going to buy on Josh Ojanwuna last night, despite him throwing the ball out of bounds on a wide-open yeah, layup. Wish he got Flo some, Thamba. Wish he got some more time because he was in foul trouble. By the way, Flo which Thamba. Which is a problem. Could be a problem for him. Flo Thamba's plus minus, minus six, last night? Zero. I love that. Best he had. Flo Thamba was great. Repping the jersey. Um, I'm gonna buy. On you know who had the best plus minus on the team, by the way? Who was it? Eve Meese. Eve Meese. I'm gonna buy on Eve Meese. Oh. Uh, Dantuang Grimes, 17 Miro in Little. Minutes. Not enough time for Dantuang Grimes and Miro Little to try to unpack them. Uh, I will. I will sell right now on Chamba Chachua, Langston Love, and Caleb Lohner. I will sell on those guys for now. It's it's it was honestly kind of sad watching Chamba Chachua last night. Yes, I just don't know that he's ever going to get back to that level. I, I'll say, I wasn't unimpressed with what Love did. Third-year guy, getting 20 minutes, would ask more. Would would need more of an edge. More When he came yeah, in, I it was just, never, here come points. Here comes defense. I, I don't... That's and, the thing. I don't know what his role is yeah. off the bench. You know what I mean? I mean, even King McClure was not lighting it up, but when he came off the bench, you knew you were going to get a good defender, and... Could could get an open three. When Matthew Meyer you know I mean? came off the Matthew bench Meyer, those first couple exactly years, you thought, ah, microwave, guy's going to score. Or guy's Adam Flagler. Yeah. Comes yeah. off the bench, he's your three-point shooter. LJ Cryer, he's stay the National the... Championship. Jonathan Chamwa Chachwa during the National Championship. Pick and run. roll yep. defense. Yep. And I, I just I don't know what Langston Love gives for you, especially offensively. I, I don't know what his game is yet. He's had terrible that's not injury the luck. Bas- that's not a terrible thing, but. Terrible injury luck. Don't fault him for that. But, yeah, I think he missed his first six field goals. I also don't fault the Rangers for going over the the cap, the, the, the tax right the here. cap. Who cares? I mean, there are a lot of teams that think like – a lot of teams that think like you do, Drake. Mm. Such as the Texas Rangers. This is the Drake Toll Show. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Prescott runs up out of the pocket and runs right. Only heard here. Looking downfield. All season. Touchdown. C. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the New York Giants live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Giants, Sunday starting with the pregame at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Locally owned and operated, Prestige Recycling is your hometown shredding and recycling company. They're a step above, bringing easy, community-friendly recycling to the greater Waco area. Offering commercial business recycling services. They take aluminum tin cans, cardboard, glass, paper, and plastic. They also offer community drop-off bins located out front of their offices for recycling. Prestige also offers safe and secure document destruction services to commercial business and residents. Prestige Recycling, located at 5198 South Loop 340 in Robinson. Dynamic Fabrication Solutions specializes in industrial maintenance, structural steel fabrication, and erection, all forms of welding, and much more. Their team of qualified professionals have secured a sterling reputation in delivering high-quality products and outstanding customer service. They are committed to delivering the best product possible in an efficient manner so you can move forward with peace of mind. Dynamic Fabrication Solution LLC is the number one specialty contractor in Central Texas. For more information, dynamic-fs.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the... Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball. ESPN Central Texas. Road trip! Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Every closed loan is entered for a chance to change their loan rate to 0%. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org. Member NCUA. Payments for qualified buyers at 5.9% for 72 months, 5,000 down, cash or trade, DTL, extra CD delivery details. Road construction continues, and so do the savings at Richard Carr's pre-owned construction sales event. Qualified buyers can get a pre-owned 20, a 250 for 241 a month or a 2017 Ford F-150 XL for 390 a month. Over 90 thoroughly inspected pre-owned vehicles in stock. 100% approval is always our goal. Call, log on, or get here now for the pre-owned construction sales event at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Are you ready to have your garage back? Check out Lone Star Structures, affordable storage sheds, cabins, greenhouses, and dog kennels. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Browse their available inventory at LoneStarStructures.com or customize your own with their 3D shed builder. Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Call 254-583-4411 or visit LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures. Buy local. Buy from folks you can trust. Well, a good dog on the ground's worth three in the saddle, no matter where you're from. Been many good dog was a friend to a man, but Sam was the greatest one. He was a hound of hounds. He was the wonder of all walkers. He loved howling at the moon. He loved treeing that raccoon. 
Most of all, he was my best friend and he's gone too soon. He was a rhino of the litter, but a plenty mean pup. Put Sam on the scent and he never let up. Spent his nights on the porch chewing on a bare bone. Now he's underground and I'm all alone. Well, a good dog on the ground's worth three in the saddle. No matter where you're from, been many good dog was a friend to a man, but Sam was the greatest one. He was a hound of hounds. He was the wonder of all walkers. He loved howling at the moon. He loved treeing that raccoon. Most of all, he was my best friend, and he's gone too soon. A Wednesday hymnal. Brings us back to the Drake Toll Show. Cameron Stewart across the room, Aaron Section produces today in the Texas Rangers. It's Sturgill Simpson with his song Sam on the album Dude and Juanita. A ballad from Sturgill Simpson. You big Sturgill guy? No. Okay. Well, you could be. Nothing against be. him. He's got a lot of great stuff. Got a lot of I great. Just, yeah, I just haven't listened. Some rock and roll, some folk. Kind of got everything going on over there. You know, Sturgill Simpson, great story. He wins the Grammy for Country Album of the Year. The and Fran Fraschilla talks about where he went to middle school. For Country Album of the Year. And does not get invited to the CMTs. CMAs. CMAs or CMTs? I think it's CMAs on CMT. He doesn't get invited to the CMAs. So how does he respond? He takes out his guitar. He shows up to the CMAs. Parks himself on a little uh, street corner next to the arena. And just plays a concert. Nice. It's awesome. Sturgill Simpson. You know the With te- his Grammy. Yes. Yeah. You know the Texas Rangers have an opportunity to repeat as World Series champions for the first time ever, and well, we're already talking about it. First time ever? Surely not. Ever. So the luxury tax, we talked about a bit yesterday and Chris Young and what the Rangers might do. Now the world champion Texas Rangers are a rumored landing spot for free agent Eric Nola. We talked about Shohei Otani a bit yesterday, and one of the questions from Jared Sandler on Twitter today was, hey, Rangers fans, would you take Shohei Otani? The consensus was, yes, it's not my money, or yeah. yes, we're not paying for it. And to me, if, if you've got to be wise with how the team spends the, the money it has around, we talked about how Otani's going to be $500-plus million in this contract. Yeah. Nola's looking for around $200 million from the open market. Philadelphia tendered Nola a qualifying offer on Monday, about $20 million for one year. Nola to decline, meaning the Phillies will receive draft compensation if he signs elsewhere, as he likely will. Would you take, would you take a starting pitcher who you know has got the juice, like a Nola, over Shohei Otani, who you know cannot pitch for your organization for at least a year, maybe more, with how his injury history has been? Well, it's 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 complicated okay. because yes, the, in terms of worth. I, I said it yesterday, the Rangers are going to need a starting pitcher after this year more than they're going to need Shohei Otani. Yes. And it's going to be get a lot less money. Now, that said, Aaron Nola, at this point in his career, going to be 30 years old, going to be 31 before he starts next yep. year. To me, he's a good pitcher, but to me, he's Nathan Avaldi. Well, which is great. But you didn't spend $200 bucks on Nathan Avaldi. Uh, but I would now. <laughs> I, I At this point, all right, whatever he wants, give it to the man. So, yeah, I think it's a better move than going for Otani. Absolutely. 
254-662-1660 CMC Auto Group phone line is open. 254-662-1660. The text line available as well. Let's hear from you. Where should the Rangers go next? Is it Shohei Otani? Is it Aaron Nola? I was reading an article. I mean, he's 30, but he stays healthy, by the way. I do want yep. to put that out there. Yeah, stay healthy. If you have, then, a starting rotation of Max Scherzer, Jacob deGrom, you go Gray, Nola, and Evaldi. Oh, gosh. That's good. That's good. That's It's short-term, but it's very good. Let's add in our resident Rangers expert on the CMC Auto Group phone line, Tony. Tony. Welcome to the Drake Toll Show. I don't. Expert, once again, that's not a weight that I want to carry. Maybe mm. just a rabbit fan. <laughs> uh, once it. again, thank you guys for humoring me these last couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> I guess I know. Did you tell me back in September that I would be calling to uh, talk about the Rangers more than the Cowboys? Yeah. I would have asked you. Uh, the you world champion Ranger. Right. That could repeat as World yeah, Series I, champion. I, yes. Yes. I, I almost forgot. Not really. But so, once again, guys. Um, if we're spending that kind of money on Nola, I know he's got hit and miss stuff and he's been durable and everything else. Um, but that means we're committing ourselves to a pretty much all white handed rotation next year. I know that we did retain, yeah. or I guess Amy retained his option. Of course, why would you not get paid 13 million to yeah. the world championship roster? Uh, and he probably will pitch until DeGrom comes back. But once DeGrom comes back, you're looking at DeGrom, Serger, Evo, Nola, if we sign him, and then. I don't know who your fifth pitcher would be at that point. Dunning, maybe? That's all right-handed pitching. Um, and I don't – I mean, $30 million is easier to swallow than 50 is for a designated hitter. Yeah. Especially if you're going to give you 180 innings. But I don't like all right-handed pitching, um, personally. Yeah, I think it's a, good, it's a good thing to throw in, as well as, to me, I would rather have three or four nails guys in the starting lineup – and then a bullpen to fall back on. Because right now, that's still the gaping issue. I, I get that we're all looking at this World Series run and saying, oh, the bullpen was so clutch in putting it together. But you operate a bullpen much differently in the postseason than you do in the regular season. You need more arms in the bullpen in the regular season. More guys that can give you a strong three or four innings out of the bullpen. And the Rangers don't have that. Tony, if it's me, I, I look less at starting pitching overall and more at the bullpen that everyone seems to be avoiding. Uh, uh, no one's really addressing, I guess. Yeah, I, that's a great, a great point. And I, I, I mentioned it yesterday about – I did say starting pitching. I, I did mean bullpen arms yesterday talking about how you can spend that money elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I hate to say it, but I think the fact that Bochi is one of the greatest managers, and I, I give him all, in all due respect in this situation, but I think it was a minor act of God that the bullpen – was able to come together the way Correct. that it did. But you have a Spores, you have a Leclerc, who I think both earn their right as an as an eighth-inning guy and a ninth-inning guy. Yes, you need middle, good middle relief pitching and maybe a good seventh-inning guy. Um, you know, But, yeah, you, you need back-of-the-bullpen rotational help. Um, because, yeah, you got John Gray out of there, who gave you four innings, I think, in game three. Um, after the after Serger went out, and then of course uh, Heaney gave you five innings, and in, 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 you know as a opener, I hate to use that term, in in game four. Um, but you can't, you cannot rely on that to happen again if you yeah. want to go deep into the playoffs. Tony, Tony yeah. before we get you out of here, our reindeer games question of the day: If you could pick up one free agent for the Texas Rangers, who would it be? 
Oh gosh, um, ugh, like money not a, an issue. Money is no issue. No issue. Oh, if money's not an issue, then I, I, ooh, probably. Oh, oh man. Um, say it, Tony. Otani, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Otani, right. yeah, he's right. the greatest player on Earth right now. He's the best player in baseball. He's an MVP candidate, Tony. Tony, thanks for the call as always. Thank you guys. Have a great day. Good he's going to win the MVP. He is. He is going to win the MVP. Unless Corey Seager has anything to say about. I like him. Ronnie Acuna personally. But. Here, the Tyler Marr writes this from SportDFW.com. This is three free agents the Rangers must sign, must sign to repeat his World Series. Number one, Shohei Otani. Whoa. Okay. All well, right. I don't know about must sign Shohei Otani to win the Get World it done. Series. No excuses. And here's the reason why. Here's his reasoning why. For starters, this is and I quote, Texas needs a designated hitter. Well, yeah, I guess. I just don't. You know what the beauty about that position is? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if anybody's ever thought. You don't ah, need man. to be just that. You know, we're on the market for it's a designated It's a wild thing. Right and some now. teams are doing that where you could just put someone who plays like a different position right. as a designated hitter. Yeah. Give me Ezekiel Duran. Throw him in a designated hitter. I don't care. That's fine. Wyatt Langford. Yeah. E- Evan Carter. Jack Leiter. Yodi Tavares. Jack Leiter. Davis Wenzel. Kumar Rocker. Just throw him in there. Let him. So I think the, the fact the Rangers have a, mm, a hole at the designated hitter spot, it's not a. This is not a tough thing to replace. We're not on the market for a DH. Um, but the, the article reads, the Rangers' primary DH, Mitch Garver, is going to be a free agent. Uh, while he was awesome for the season, he'll be 33 next year. And as we've seen, Mitch Garver will not return to the Texas Rangers next season. It's very unlikely he will probably go get paid somewhere else, which is great. That's, that's good for him. I don't think you have to target a DH in free agent. I, I mean, you're not calling people saying, you know what, uh, we need a DH, man, because you, you, son, could be the next DH of the Texas Rangers. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't, you know, Acuna's great, but he's not a DH. Not a DH. I don't think we can pull it. I don't think we can do it. Shohei Otani. Aaron Judge, oh, he's an outfielder. Bringing in Shohei Otani to be, which Nelson Cruz, by the end of his career, became the, anywhere he goes, he's just kind of going to be the DH. Yeah. And by end of his career, kind of the last 10 years after one defining play in the field was a that's enough for yeah but a lot of old guys lance berkman became that way sure there were a lot of old guys who you get to a point and it's like all right we could use your bat but you saw it's buster posey catch now. a lot less games later on in his career yeah that's ah uh, dh or um derek jeter goes three thousandth hit as a dh that day that'll show you something many forget the number People two forget. number two player on this list of free agents the rangers must sign to repeat aaron nola Lot there's a lot of chatter about Nola being that guy. I think Tony brings up a good point. Game, I'll pitch it off to you. The right-handed thing. If you're if you're loading up on right-handers, does that just bury your your pitching staff in total? I get where they're coming from. Me personally, I just don't care. Okay. I I just when there's a guy on the market like that who is, I mean, obviously the best pitcher on the market. He's, I think, in WAR in the last five seasons, he's only behind uh, Scherzer and Cole for pitchers. So this guy is a shover still, and he's he still starts thirty plus games a year. Cole even is at in Cole years Hamels, old. right? Just yeah, sure. Um, this this is a top end, and and guys like this who are playing in big market cities don't go to market very often, and I just think that makes a lot more sense than Otani does. Um, and like I said, 
I mean, you're going to have to give him, what, a six, seven, eight-year deal? Um, and at the end of next season, that is going to help you tremendously. He's going to be your number one guy. In a rota- yeah, yes. In a rotation that could also have, at some point, DeGrom and Scherzer and Evaldi. He is, he is your number one guy. Make no mistake. Yeah. Until DeGrom comes back, yes. And, and if Scherzer's sure. at full strength, I, Scherzer, you know. Is he going to be at full strength again? He's 38. Yeah. No, you're right. So he can still be a good pitcher for you, but I don't know. And he's, and he's coming off an arm, arm injury. So maybe there is something to address about the starting pitching staff. Yes. And, 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 and it, would be, it would behoove the Rangers to get one year ahead of it rather than one year behind it. And you sign Otani, and all of a sudden, you know, you can't re-sign any of your pitchers, and they only go to market. You know, there's one guy a year. Well, think about this, too. Look at... At the Astros, the success they've had, or that they even had this year, Urquidy, Javier. We're not talking about just all-star, world-beating guys. And it, we there are the good there pitchers. Been, look at the Mets. Look at the Mets who have gone and tried to build this perfect starting staff. Well, yeah, th- this, there have the been a difference lot of teams, with the Astros. They developed. Those there have been guys. a lot of teams in history that have tried to bring in. Oh, we have four guys who are all-star caliber starting pitchers, and those teams tend to miss the postseason. Correct. They, 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 there they are can't times. There are times that it works with big market teams doing it over the course of a few different off-seasons. But if you don't, and, and the Rangers are a middle market team, they're not quite in the highest end. Um, That's a weird thing to say. I don't disagree, but I should. Dallas is one of the biggest markets in right. sports. Right, they're, they're, they're not a small market team, I would say. It, Dallas is one of the biggest markets in sports. Correct, it's and a they top are a five mid-market market. baseball team. I would agree with that. I don't. I don't like it. Well, all. they're in Arlington, not Dallas. I should throw that out there. Yes. Well, Where's Arlington on the? It's just probably on the, the DMA. List. One yeah. of the smaller towns that has a professional baseball team. Uh, the third on this list of guys they need to sign to win a World Series, Josh Hader. That's the one that makes the most sense. That's the one that makes the most sense. Yes. Uh, that I would say, and and this is something you brought up with Tony. One thing I would be apprehensive about is splashing cash on a bullpen, um, because a lot of these guys are dime a dozen. Yeah. A guy like Josh Bowers, right? You're not splashing cash Correct. for a guy like that. Josh Hader is above that. Don't get me. He th- is. This is a one twenty. This is not apples ERA. to apples. This would be you spent for a role this Chapman. This would be better than a role this Chapman. Yeah, yeah one twenty eight sure. ERA this season. One hundred and sixty five career saves. Jose Leclerc. I just don't want the Rangers to get into this thing where they are going out there and giving multi year deals to three bullpen guys. That, Le- that's just not how it works. Leclerc has forty saves in seven seasons. Hader has one hundred and sixty five. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, good. he had one hiccup with like a month or two there with the Padres and then was pretty darn good once again after right that. Right outside so that's, of it. Yeah, that, that, would be, that would be an excellent pickup for the Rangers. What's Cost not you, great is the Dallas Cowboys' lack of weapons offensively. And Mike McCarthy had this to say about one Brandon Cooks. This is the Drake Toll Show. The Bears have a key road test in Manhattan, Kansas this Saturday against defending Big 12 champion Kansas State. High noon for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2 p.m. kickoff. Join John, JJ, and Ricky for every play of the Bears and the Wildcats from the Little Apple this Saturday right here on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? 
Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Moving is fun, said nobody ever. Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and let's face it, moving sucks. But we did it, and now we're in our shiny new location. Announcing, ta-da, the new world headquarters of the Pickup Outfitters Center to End Truck Nudity. Maybe you've seen all the work going on Waco Drive with the new silver and red building. The new location is 4535 West Waco Drive, in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. That's just a half mile away from our old location. We got some cool new equipment and services coming soon. But one thing that won't change is that we're still outfitting naked trucks. From bed covers and steps to toolboxes, hitches, grill guards, Pickup Outfitters also does the heavy-duty stuff. Full front replacement bumpers, airbag suspension, goosenecks, fifth wheels. Come by and see us, even if it's just to say hi and get a free cup of coffee. Pickup Outfitters has moved. 4535 West Waco Drive in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. And when it's time for a new car, truck, or SUV, Bird Colgen Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models like the Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. Bird Colgen Ford proudly supports all Central Texas athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at Bird Colgen Ford. Experience better at Bird Colgen Ford. Attention coaches and parents, just like you prioritize proper nutrition and conditioning for your kids on game day, remember their dental health too. Stonewood Dental is your mouth's defensive coordinator, preventing toothaches and injuries that could bench them for the season. Their winning playbook, biannual checkups for cleanings and proactive oral health strategies. Stonewood Dental has you covered on and off the field. Call Stonewood Dental for a winning smile. Don't compromise. Get the treatment you deserve. Let nothing stand between you and the tree stand with this great offer on the fast, durable Kubota Sidekick. Featuring a gas-powered engine that delivers a top speed of 40 miles per hour, outstanding acceleration and handling with cargo, and a two-year, 1,000-hour warranty. Get the Sidekick now for zero down, 0% APR for 36 months, or save $500. Now through December 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Texas is the best Texas from the Panhandle to the Trans-Pecos from the Llano Estacado all the way down to Big Bend there's something in the dust out here there's something in the world 
Rolling back into the Drake Toll Show. It's all West Texas. Mm. All the lawyers and the housewives. I heard from Joey McGuire that the Big 12 runs through West Texas. Yeah, apparently Big 12 runs through Lubbock. Fighting over custody. Fighting traffic on the freeway. Well, that don't sound free to me. It's a lot like Austin, Texas, which is just lost in Texas. Huh. Yeah. Teslas and people, blue hair and all kinds of, not the like old kind of blue hair, the other kind of blue hair. You know what I'm saying. Sure. The crazies. Um, yeah, whatever. Speaking of crazy, did you see the JonBenet Ramsey house is up for sale? <laughs> really? Yes, it is. Boulder? Yes, it is. For, around 40% of people, 37% of people say that they will not buy a home, will not buy a home where a gruesome crime has occurred. Oh. That is a stipulation. Are you in that 37%? I mean, probably. Probably, okay. Especially one of that high profile, sure. But, like, would someone buy the house I'm in right now? Uh, a gruesome crime <laughs> happened to me outside. After your gruesome crime? Like, that is, that is weird. Is that Maybe I'm thinking too much on that JonBenet Ramsey case of, like, mm-hmm. you knew it was in there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That, there was no that, signs of them leaving. The John like, Bonet Ramsey house should be different than the forty-six per, or the thirty-seven percent. It should be a yeah, okay. This is a lot. Yeah, probably just that's a don't. lot. Probably just don't. Uh, maybe that, that's the, that great Family Guy clip where Meg goes to stay with Cleveland. He's a, he says, "I will let you know. Uh, my mother-in-law died here," and she was like, "Well, when did she die?" They walk into the room and she's on the bed. <laughs> Cleveland goes, we think sometime between the Tonight Show and the Today Show. <laughs> uh, that's a classic. That's pretty good. Would you stay the, there after that? The home is up for sale for $7 million. Wow, nice place. It's oh, a really nice place. They have turned huh. the basement where Joan Benet Ramsey was found into a um, entertainment center. No. By the way. No. Have, yeah. I I. Ooh, I can't have that. They have the comparison pictures. That's like hosting parties down there. Yes, they do host parties in the basement where she was found. Or like you're watching Pac-12 after dark. It's like 1 in the morning. That's where Joan Benet Ramsey was killed. The home was sold in 1998 by the Ramseys for $650,000. It's a 1920s Tudor estate, $7 million again, on Zillow recently. Man, that's like buying an NBA franchise. Seven million dollars. It's time heals all wounds. It's been on the market a few times, a few times, and usually is most recently two point seven million dollars. The seven million dollar price tag is actually much higher than the average, which is around one point five of other homes in the neighborhood. So they're they're asking more money because it's the Joan Benet Ramsey house. A lot more. Yeah, yeah, because of the. You remember Joan Benet Ramsey? You remember that? I do. It's crazy. It was Why don't you come live here? It was the dad. It was the brother. The nine-year-old brother? Yeah, they did a great Criminal Minds episode that I think was doing that exact thing. He was nine. And they were trying to... Yeah, but but in Criminal Minds, it was the same thing. The kid was like eight or nine. 46% were, of people said that they will not live in a home that is on top of a burial ground. Fun fact. I kind of lived in one of those once. Did you really? The family had a house down the Cape, which is yep. Cape Cod. Yep. Um, and the neighborhood was built on an Indian burial ground. Oh. Native American burial ground. Thank right. you. <laughs> Thank Sorry. you. Which is true. Um, and it was haunted for sure. Okay. So I didn't live there, but like for a week out of the summer, we'd live there. Great. Good to know. Great. Oh, inside jokes. This week, 
Mike McCarthy said when questioned about Brandon Cook's performance. When asked if he would live in the John A. Ramsey home. <laughs> he said, I don't play fantasy football. Effectively saying that he doesn't care about stats. He's not looking at stats. He wants Brandon Cooks out there. For That's other very reasons. brave of him, by the way. Very brave. And now Martavis Bryant is a member of the Dallas Cowboys. Practice squad. Yeah. Does, so let's take both of these things into account. On the one hand, it feels a little uh, tone deaf. Read the room a bit on the Brandon Cooks thing. Just answer the question. Just answer the question. And don't be snarky about a guy who has not been very good for your football team. And on the Martavis Bryant deal, will we ever see that affect the Dallas Cowboys? Will we ever know that Martavis Bryant is on roster? No, because he might not be on roster. The most damning part about it, though, is it comes a week after the trade deadline. Yes. A week after the trade deadline. No one got hurt. No receiver got hurt. You had a chance to bring in somebody of some NFL caliber. I know Martavis Bryant, for some of that five-year layoff between stints in the NFL, that was for different reasons, not necessarily talent. The guy hasn't played in the league in five years. Never really talent, but yeah. Guy hasn't played in the league for five years. Yep. And you had a chance to get an actual NFL receiver because they were being shopped, NFL receivers, a week ago. And you're telling me that the, the all the price points were Where's too Jarvis high. Where's Jarvis Landry? Where's Jarvis that Landry? That we had to go right with Martavis Bryant. Remember, we, we, we Give talked, me a break. We talked that at is, one that point. is a damning mark on the general manager. Who is? Who doesn't have to answer to many people? He could buy the Joan <laughs> Bonet Ramsey house. He, he has the money to buy the Joan Bonet Ramsey house. He wipes his bottom with the money you yeah, use absolutely. for the Joan Bonet Ramsey house. Absolutely. Come on. Now, Martavis Bryant being on the team does nothing. We've agreed there. We've agreed no, that I mean, this nothing, guy yeah. being here does nothing. And if it does something, as in he plays on the active roster, it's shocking. That's not a great look for the Cowboys. No, no, certainly not. And he does. He owns two thousand receiving yards in in the NFL uh, for Pittsburgh there for a while. It's a good season for Tyree Kill. Then was in Oakland for a bit. Uh, has been a has been trouble. By the way, that is that is right there showing you something. He played for the. Oakland Raiders. He did play the, last the Oakland time he's Raiders. in the NFL. Yes. Yeah. Uh, possibly their last year in existence, 2018. They've been I in think Vegas after, for a little 2020, bit. I think it was their first year. 2020, there. is that right? Okay. So, so even worse. Yep. Doesn't help his case too much. And now picking him up with the practice squad, you're not going to see him play in a game. You're never going to nope. see this affect the Cowboys, at least not in 2023. And a guy like Jarvis Landry is sitting on his hands. There are, there are free agent receivers now. We talked in the summer about the money the Cowboys had left over to spend somewhere, to spend on mm-hmm. somebody, and they just kind of didn't. Nope. And, was, we, and we knew the two Broncos receivers were on the market all year, and they end up staying put, right? So, uh, I mean, their receiver is arguably the easiest skill position to pick up at the trade deadline because there are a lot of teams that don't have enough and a lot of bad teams that have good receivers with quarterbacks who can't get them the ball. And it's just, it's such a bad look for me. Yeah. A week after the trade deadline, you're bringing in a guy who hasn't played in the league in five years. Again, for different reasons, but still, there is quality out there. And they don't need, they don't need a top-end receiver. They need someone who's better than Brandon Cooks, which means they need an average receiver. Remember when Dalvin Cook hit the market? I do. And there was the big, there was a talk of the Dallas Cowboys going after Dalvin Cook, and they just didn't. And, I do and every that. big yeah. name receiver that hits the market, 
Again, Jarvis Landry's still out there. There's just not a – I am – I get Denzel it. Mims. If somebody comes out and says Jarvis Landry is not that good of a wide receiver, he couldn't give you um, Pro Bowl level, there's no upside, I'm probably – I'm right there with you. But he's better than Brandon Cooks. He's better than bringing in old man T.Y. Hilton. Yep. I love that, that that's been the Jerry Jones thing. I'll appease the fan base. Here's old Remember man. this T- guy? Let's wheel out T.Y. Hilton, who's 46. It's what it, he's it's doing so, with Brandon like, Cooks. It, he's just like a fan because this is a name people will know. I know that guy. He made a Pro Bowl in 2014. Yeah. In 2017. He used to be good. And we listed, like, a couple days before the trade deadline, you and I listed three or four receivers who are not huge names, but you look at the numbers and say, man, this is someone Dallas could really use. Yep. Yep. But he's not Brandon Cooks, not Martavis Bryant. Oh, Michael Gallup. At this point, just designate Michael Gallup to the practice squad. Bring Martavis Bryant up. Admit that that this whole deal was not that this whole deal was poorly run. The Dallas Cowboys have one wide receiver. No, anybody? Any? Does anybody? Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Does anyone want to disagree? The Dallas Cowboys have one wide receiver. Well, I mean, with Tolbert and uh, Turpin, those combined for one. So that's two. Ooh. One and a half, a third. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'll give Tolbert. Tolbert could be good. I think you need to start using more of Tolbert because of how he played against Philadelphia on Sunday. This goes a bit, bear with me, into the Baylor basketball conversation. Jacoby oh, Walter. Okay. Jacoby Walter had 28 points. That's the most points in a debut since... 2007 in the Big 12, and he didn't most do ever, it most ever by a Baylor Bear. Didn't do it against Nichols State. He did it against Auburn at a neutral site. Now you're looking at a Jalen Tolbert who wasn't good last week against the Arizona Cardinals. He was good against the Philadelphia Eagles, whose secondary is not great, but he gave you big moments in a big game. Michael Gallup has not, will not do that. He has fewer receiving yards than Jake Ferguson, who has just started catching the ball two weeks ago. Not good. Not good. Not good. The weapons finally, are not there on this team. Finally, the thing that I was asking for, and that was a Dalton Schultz replacement, I was, I was asking for somebody to be Dalton Schultz. That has come to fruition. Great. There's still not a power back. There's still not a second receiver outside of C.D. Lamb. There is not a legitimate red zone threat, despite the last two weeks being better. There are too many holes for this Dallas Cowboys team to win consistently especially in the postseason. And by the way, since Mike McCarthy took over, they have not drafted or developed a skill position player. Yeah. Am I wrong there? No. A lot of hype around uh, short guy. Yeah. Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn. Cool name. His dad's on the staff. Fifth round. Something like that. Twenty. Since I know he's not the GM, It's but it's, guys were developing under the previous regime. It's easy math, and it's... It's so bad that I know it off the top of my head. 20 carries for 40 yards. To a carry. 20 carries for 40 yards. That's and not look, great. I mean, he's a rookie. Fine. But they have not prioritized it in the draft, which a few years ago they didn't need to, obviously, and they haven't developed. And this is what you're stuck with. Yeah. I mean, they should have done better at the trade deadline. Obviously, it's what we're saying now, but... This is what you're stuck with when you don't develop these guys. You have to buy all your skill positions. Jordan Lewis, I think, is the last one. Or C.D. Lamb was after that. Yeah. Anyway. He's good. He's been good. We asked for him to be good. good. We asked good. for him to be good, yep. and now he's good. Credit to that guy. Good for you. He's uh, Is he factor into the one receiver? 
Is he, he part of that? <laughs> he is the one receiver. I'll give it to him. He can be the one receiver. And his numbers have gotten better. Sure. Uh, he has yeah. done a very good job. Reminds me of an A.J. Brown in that the defenses are keying in on one guy. The Eagles have more weapons offensively than the Cowboys. That is that objective. Well, yeah. I mean, their top two receivers are better than C.D. So, uh, I like Devontae Smith, man. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Definitely, Even with yeah. CD playing better. Yeah. Um, it's good to see CD's progression. There's not a second guy. There's not anybody to take the heat off of CD. Jake Ferguson's still not that guy. Could be. Not that guy, pal. Could be in the red zone. Has been better the last couple of weeks. Schoonmaker. Getting the ball. Schoonmaker and Tolbert are who you're going to on the crucial downs. You have. Against the number one oh, team in the league. Statistically, <laughs> you have one wide receiver and a half a running back. Statistically, yep. you have one wide receiver and half running. It can't be Dak's fault when he has zero around him. I don't know. I think you said it was all Dak's fault the other day. Uh, no, it wasn't me. I didn't say that. Are you sure? When did I say that? When did Monday? I say it was all Dak's fault? What? God, no, I didn't say that on Monday. I think you did. No. And I was like, well, the guy doesn't have much of a coach. When did I say doesn't that? Doesn't have much of an option. I didn't say it was on Dak. We'll find it. Okay, sure. <laughs> I said the last possession, Dak... Had the opportunity to win the game, and his immobility doesn't help you, but it wasn't Dak's fault. And he, I mean, that maybe wasn't, but he shouldn't have taken a sack. Right, right. Which is not me saying that Dak's bad or that Dak lost the game or it's Dak's fault. Back it up. Backtrack it. Not even backtracking anything. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I can't backtrack something I didn't say. We'll find it on the tape. It's not on the tape. I didn't say it. We'll find it on the tape. All right, great. You go sift through that. You go sift through that tape. You go pull. I, I've never told you this story. When I was on Cape, uh, I had the police called on me. The second time it's happened that on my broadcast a lot, career. Yeah. Uh, there was a game. It was at Katuit on Cape Cod. Hey, I was doing hey, some baseball Katuit. broadcasts. And apparently I'd said some mean things about their players. One of them being Enrique Bradfield Jr., a top 20 pick in the MLB draft. Yep. Enrique reached out to me via direct message and said I was the worst broadcaster he'd ever heard in his life. And after he reported me to their I social agree. media director... Their social media director sat down, listened to an entire Hyannis Harbor Hawks broadcast, like four or five of them actually, and clipped 20 different things that I'd said that he disagreed with or didn't like and sent it to the league. So while you go sift through that, just know you aren't the first person. I'm not the first one. I, maybe I'll just call him up. Hours of tape. He's, a, he's an everyday Rodney. He's an I was going to say, this, this all seems too familiar. It's very familiar. Coming up, is there any way to keep the Texas Longhorns, the Oklahoma Sooners out of the Big 12 championship, and moreover, should we? This is the Drake Toll Show. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. It's a top 20 women's basketball matchup in the Farrell Center Tuesday as Baylor hosts Utah. 6 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 6.30 tip-off Tuesday. Tune into Baylor Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. 
We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 in Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. <laughs> it sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. 5.5%? That is big. Yep, we've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high-yield and open your CD in under five minutes. Wow. What'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry, go to eecu.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip. Hey, uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source. Membership requirements apply. For additional terms and conditions, call 800-333-9934. At Bush's Chicken, we understand how stressful life can be at times. There's work, getting kids to and from school, ball games, and other extracurricular activities. That's why we make ordering at Bush's Chicken quick and easy with the fastest drive through service you will ever experience. You can leave the cooking to us, save time, and still feed your family a solid meal. On your way home, stop by today and get the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the New York Giants, live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Where's your pain? Is it in your knees, hips, your back? Don't let it sideline you any longer, and don't let them tell you surgery is the only option. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas, talking about QC Kinetics the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, restoring and repairing damaged joint tissue the natural way. Get started now so you can live big in 2024. Talk about a great use of your FSA and HSA. Put them to work getting you the relief you need so badly. Again, no drugs, no downtime, no Surgery. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation. 254-415-4100. Again, 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. 
To keep your energy costs low, seal your home or business with insulation from ProFoam Insulation. Whether you want spray foam insulation, retrofit insulation, blow-in insulation, or bat insulation, ProFoam Insulation is the team for the job. They can handle residential, commercial, and agricultural jobs. They're licensed and insured, offer free estimates, and lifetime warranties are also available. Family-owned and operated since 2017. ProFoam Insulation of Robinson, 254-640-1255, and ask for Matt. Recently on the John Morris Show. Max Muncy, uh, Baylor baseball, headed into the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame. Thank you very much. It means, uh, kind of kind of means everything, you know. It's, um, Baylor, it's such a special special plate, not only in my heart and my family's hearts, you know. It's, uh, it's, it's where I met my wife and it's where I learned about becoming a man. And baseball was always the afterthought. And it's, uh, it, it's just a place that helped me further who I am. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on ESPN Central Texas. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. I was born one morning. The rain came pouring down. Well, I heard my mama say to my papa, let's call him John Henry Brown. Walk on board. Walk on down the road. Well, there ain't nobody in the whole wide world that's going to help you carry your load. Let that fill your soul. Well, is this to prepare for John Brown tomorrow? Yes, it is. John Henry Brown. Just about the age of that 10. is William Strings. Old Billy Strings bringing us back to the Drake Toll Show. Great artist. We've had some great songs today, Aaron. Thank you very much. Aaron For cur- performing that live. Aaron curated today's playlist. That was a good choice. Yes, it was. <laughs> I don't think Aaron you, Rock. Have you known a single song that's played so far? Uh, I'd heard the dog one before. <laughs> For those... Weirdly enough. For those that are with us, we have Sam that weren't with us, Sam by Sturgill Simpson. You've heard West Texas is the best oh, Texas yes, by the Panhandlers. Oh, yes, that's for sure. I like that song. And Walk On Boy by Billy Strings. The next one you won't get either. The next no, two you won't. No. I don't believe so. No. Great game of karaoke we play on the Drake Toll Show every day. Damn. I kind of miss the old canned music, but I listen to the Mosley Show, and it's the same songs. Matt doesn't do a lot of curating his own music, does he? Not a lot of requests out of the old Mose. What does Matt Mosley listen to? That is a great question. Oh, he I, is, I know he's a huge Beastie Boy fan. Okay. <laughs> All right. He is, because every yes. time I play Brass Monkey, he goes nuts. I love Which it. Which I do, too. I love the right. Beastie Boys. But. The Funky Monkey. Wait till he hears about Aaron, what they play for Max Muncy at Dodgers. You got any of that uh, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Well, actually, I know one that he's a fan of. Aaron. You'll hear him in Arlington in a couple weeks. Lark. Sha. Nelly. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, the day they announced, I, I don't know why. I think you were too, or maybe I was listening to the Mosley show and, and texted you to, to turn it on. When Nelly was announced as the, the artist the, at the Big 12 championship, I think Matt spent a whole two days. Just, <laughs> sh- uh, Aaron. It's hot and it's, uh, hot in her. Got this Nelly uh, doing the championship game. The kid's still into that, Nelly. <laughs> show. Take you want to take a ride with me? Oh, you're... Oh, Aaron, not sure I can uh, finish that is sentence. This still, <laughs> <laughs> is this still allowed on not the radio? Not sure that's uh, FCC regulated. 
I'll tell you, this Brett Yormark, he's finger on the pulse. It's the Matt Mosley Show from noon to 6 every, with a slight break from 2 to 3 every single day, Monday through Friday on ESPN Central Texas. <clears throat> I ooh, I would love to dive into his playlist. Matt Mosley's? I bet he's got some good, because we know he's a runner. He's a track star. He loves yeah. playing tennis. He loves riding his He loves riding his bike, and he loves running. He works out. He goes to the gym every day, I think, too. You think he's big into, like, the Smiths? Uh, the Mamas and the Papas. Oh. I think Matt's Peter a Paul big. Peter, Paul, and Mary? Yeah. Lie, I lie, 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 lie. I bet Matt Mosley listens to all that. Edson? No. Daft Punk? What was the, what was the, what, Cherry Bomb? Cherry Bomb Cherry came on twice Bomb. on the playlist. I we guarantee you, I, I could call Matt right now. And How good do you think he'd be at that game we were doing? Pretty good. I bet Matt's we a We did music a game guy. of just blindly playing through a playlist of like 30 years worth of songs. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was whoever could name the song, artist, and year the fastest. Yep. There's some great years in there, too. You were much better, at the years, much better at the years than I was. Yeah. Um, they they snuck in one from 07 Nickelback. They snuck in a Nickelback from yes. 07 in there. Yeah. And there was another 2000s one that was good, oh, but I can't remember. And song two is like mm-hmm. late 90s. It was song one, though. Song one. Play. No, rock and, you're thinking of rock and roll part one. Oh. Song two is by Blur. Sorry. Who are not pedophile. The Texas, the Texas Longhorns, Gary Glitter, not a good guy. Not great. Carl Malone and Gary Glitter, good buddies. Sprinkling Probably a, could hang out. Sprinkling a little Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, Ding. you got yourself a party. Yeah. You think yeah. Matt Mosley likes Jerry Lee? I'd listen to Elvis. Absolutely. Yeah, yes. I mean, Elvis, Elvis just a does more, a more popular, a less taboo. Sneak his way yeah, in that conversation, kind of. yeah. for sure. Um, I know Ward's a big Jerry Lee Lewis fan. Is that, yes, yes, he is. And, <laughs> yeah. and, Kim and maybe even more importantly, Jerry Lee Lewis is a big Ward fan. That's true. At that, and, and Kim Jerry Mulkey Jones. is a big fan of, uh, of Matt Mosley. My name is Jerry Lee Lewis. I'm from Louisiana. I'm going to do you a little boogie on this here piano. It all connects. The Texas Longhorns, the Oklahoma Sooners. Right now, one team controls its destiny. The other is named the Oklahoma Sooners. One interesting thing that I found. Jerry huh. Lee Lewis's alma mater almost beat SMU the other night was a quote from Drake Stoops, a wide receiver for mm-hmm. Oklahoma. And that school is? Uh, well, it's now known as the Southwest Assemblies of God University. It was something different back then. In our favorite place where we're going to be on Friday, Waxahachie. Sagu. Correct. Now, <clears throat> Drake Stoops from Oklahoma says, we hope that fate is on our side. Uh, that's such a funny quote. It's a very Dave Aranda thing. It's like a... Uh, it still has confidence, for sure. Just a shame that that happened. And Drake Stoops for Oklahoma says, I hope fate is on our side concerning Oklahoma's chances to make the Big 12 championship, which are not great. They don't control their own destiny at Suddenly, this point. Yeah. And even if Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State, is to lose a game, is to lose a game, right, and everybody is tied at 5-2, and two, or everybody's tied at, at eventually 6-2, and two, or whatever it may be, or Texas loses a game, here's the problem, namely Texas. Oklahoma has the tiebreaker against the Longhorns, right? So they would get into the Big 12 championship over Texas. But Oklahoma State also beat Oklahoma, so they would get in because of the tiebreaker. But Kansas also beat Oklahoma, so they would get in because of the tiebreaker. But Oklahoma State beat Kansas, so they would get in. And that is where we get. Texas beat Kansas. And that is where we get to our insane, and also factors in, to our insane conversation yesterday about who is going to go to the Big 12 championship game. I am calling it. Right now, I'm calling it. If you're an Oklahoma Sooners fan, thanks for driving through. They will not go they to the Big 12 here. title game. They have a tough, I say tough, 
they don't have as easy of a stretch coming up as Oklahoma State does. They have West Virginia at home. That is not easy. You, you, very similar makeup between Oklahoma State and West Virginia. Damn good running back. Quarterback is fine. A couple of weapons at wide receiver. Defense is solid. That just beat Oklahoma on Saturday. For BYU, that's a night game on the road. Mm-hmm. Tough to play in Provo at night. Oklahoma's got to do that coming up Saturday, November 18th. And then OU finishes the season with TCU. They need to win all three of those games to go to the Big 12 title, and it's not going to happen. And they need some help. It's not going to happen. And they need no, help. And, and Oklahoma State, I believe, has a pretty favorable schedule the last three. I think they're, they're they the play ones all who the new guys. Cincinnati and UCF. They play all they and play B- UCF, BYU. That's Houston, right. BYU's in the middle. Or Houston. Houston, UCF, and, and BYU at the very end. Now, I, I don't think, I, I'm also going to say this. So, number one, my Drake's takes. Matt loves to say that, by the way. Number one, Drake's takes. Oklahoma's not going to Arlington. Drake's takes. Number yeah. two, I don't believe Texas and Oklahoma State each finish eight and one. They control their own destiny with three games still some curves piece. here. I, I don't know Listen if turn. Oklahoma State, even as good as they've been, can beat UCF, Houston, and BYU because of the parity of this league. They should, they're going to be favored in all of those. This week, they're only favored by one in Orlando. Vegas knows something, Aaron. Do They They does, always know something. Does Texas run the table? They put Baylor's last three? Now, does Texas... That, that, that's, that's my next question. What, what is your, your matchup here? Texas has the tougher stretch than Oklahoma State. And what have we seen... Cracks. Cracks in your walls. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I think the doorbell is the best part of that. Oh, My man. mom hates the, the dogs freak out every time. Uh, Texas, let me read you some of the scores their last four weeks. Sh- shan't I? I, I shan't. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. That checks out. Yes, you shan't. No, you shouldn't shan't. <laughs> Which means you should. Yes. 30, oh, 33 to 30 win. 35-6 yep. win. Victory. One of those closer than the other. 31-24 close win. 34-30 loss. 3 of their last 4 games have either been tight wins against inferior opponents or a loss. Oklahoma a couple of weeks ago. Texas last 4 games have not been impressive. That BYU win, sure, that's good, but the rest of this gauntlet Remaining for the Longhorns at TCU, Iowa State on the road, Texas Tech at home is not easy. And maybe I buy into the voodoo crap a little bit, but TCU on the road this week, that's no gimme, man. No, no. The way they've played against them the last decade since TCU's back in the conference, A, B, TCU. 8-3. TCU's 8-3 against yes. Texas. TCU is a desperate team Yeah, to get to, towards the bowl, right? And I know this is not the same team as last year, but there is a pride in that locker room for a team that went to the national championship game last year. There's pride on that coaching staff for a team that went to the championship game last year. Maybe it's there's too much college football in me yeah. and too much sentimentality, but TCU at home, playing them, desperate for a win, that that's no gimme for Texas. What are the other two? Just Iowa State on the road at 7 that's p.m. in Ames. Another team they don't play well against the no. last decade? And in Ames, I mean, there's too. plenty of those. And Iowa State right. is hot. Still, they're good. <sighs> they did just lose to Kansas in a great, yes. tight, contested ball Kansas game. Kansas is a better team. And then Texas Tech at Texas to finish off the season. And Brett Yormark's going to be there. Thanksgiving week game, and he's going to be there to see Texas Tech win. 
which would be the greatest close to the, that rivalry. Every team That would be the second greatest win in regular season win in Texas Tech history. Every team... 07? 08. Against 08. Team, yeah. Every team that plays Texas, who is not named Oklahoma, has the opportunity for the eternal scoreboard. We will, yeah. we will look up a couple of guys who went to Baylor in 2054, which just feels weird that that year is going to exist. In 2054, we'll look up with our good buddy Aaron. I'll be sitting at Cracker Barrel. Aaron <laughs> they do on a good me job. They do a nice job there. And talk about how Baylor hasn't played Texas in 30 years, and the eternal scoreboard will forever be Texas 38, Baylor 6. That'll be the last time the sour it taste says, in your it mouth. It feels a little fitting based on their overall series history. Yes. And now Not for necessarily recently. For TCU, for Iowa State, for Texas Tech, fighting for the eternal scoreboard, such as what Oklahoma State was doing against Oklahoma oh, last that week. So great. This is an opportunity to knock Texas and OU out of the Big Twelve Championship. And I'm going to call it now. Drake's takes number three. Number one, Oklahoma's not going to Arlington. Number two, Texas and Oklahoma State will not finish at eight and one. Number three, University of Texas Longhorns will not be in the Big Twelve Championship. We have come so far in the last four weeks. Yeah, we literally had a segment of "There's no way it's not Red River second time over." Yep, because and even after it is Red very, River, it is very real that it could not be there. I mean, Oklahoma's not going to be there. I don't even think, after Red which River, I thought was a better team. It was the fact that Oklahoma had won that game. You thought, "Oh, that's not good," because Texas yes, is that, probably going to uh, run the table the rest of the way. Right. That and to this that point, they sealed have. it. They is have. what we thought. Oklahoma's been the one that fell apart, not Texas. I thought at that point, all right, Oklahoma might drop a game. They'll still go to Arlington. You can drop a game in the Big 12 and make it to the, to the title game. I just think Oklahoma had the perfect game against UT is what it looks like to me. I mean, I thought, okay, this team's turned a corner. Mm-hmm. The things that made them uh, not close out games last year is not there anymore. And mainly it was quarterback, and that's not the case either. I, was, I thought if either team was going to fall apart, it would be UT just based off recent history. I think they are more talented than OU, but... This is as wide open as it gets for this conference. And not necessarily in a great way, but it is wide open. It's fun. And and they'll we're gonna catch, have two teams between fifteen and twenty playing in the conference championship. You're catching a stray here a bit if you're Oklahoma last, State will be eleven. Yeah. If your last name is Bryles or Levy. The Bryles assistance in the Big Twelve, that experiment is not going well. Oklahoma nope. is likely going to fire Jeff Levy. Despite their offensive success from a totality standpoint, um, they have not I've talked to a beat writer from OU yesterday. They don't. He doesn't fit. He doesn't fit. They don't like him. He's not very happy. No, it, there's a lot of frustration. There was rumors going of that. Ways. There was rumors of that last year too. Not just with the OU media not liking him, but just that the Venables Levy thing didn't feel like it was going to be a match made in heaven. And we're just hearing the same stuff again this year. And a great chance that Kendall Bryles. Is out of TCU, and you think I think one I, year he's gone. I mean, it's, it's not been a good year. They don't like I, him. They are okay. they're straw again. I don't either. He hasn't fit. And look, karma never forgets an address. We've had the conversations of those two guys might have known more than Art sure. Bryles might have done more to facilitate the some blame pie. Things. I think there's more to go there. Yeah. I do too. And now they are both um squarely on the offensive coordinator hot seat. And I mean. Look, you know this this next team more intimately than I do, but it's not like he was Kendall was lighting the world on fire with the Hogs. No, no. I no. mean, Lebby and Lane Kiffin ran a real good offense with Matt Corral at Ole Miss. They were one of the top offenses in the country when they played that Baylor team in the Sugar Bowl. But 
Arkansas had some good teams in there, but it was not this revolutionary offense. It was not one that you couldn't game plan against. Yeah. So I'm not too surprised to see that one. Coming up, Baylor men's basketball. They won yeah. against the Auburn Tigers, and they're trying to change the Baylor-TCU rivalry name. This is the Drake Toll Show. Cowboys football 2023. Prescott runs up out of the pocket and runs right. Only heard here. Looking downfield. All season. Touchdown. C.D. Lamb. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the New York Giants. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Giants. Sunday starting with the pregame at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Jared Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 170 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator-friendly controls and comfort. Now, write it off the lot and write it off your taxes for zero down and 0% APR for 48 months plus $8,000 loyalty cash reward. Now through December 31st, subject to credit approval, consult your tax advisor. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. The Real Texas Gun Show is Saturday, November 11th and Sunday, November 12th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show proud to be the place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the shows. The vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. Oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll also find lots of ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and much, much more. Head on down to the Real Texas Gun Show, November 11th, 9 to 5, and November 12th from 10 to 4 at the Bell County Expo Center. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that 
uses your body's own healing properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675 675- 8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Hi, this is Eric Sakura at Sakura Family Ford with my favorite cousin, Clint Sakura. Thanks, Eric. You've seen us on our TV commercials over the years, but our dads are always doing the talking. Now it's finally our turn to invite you to come see us for your next vehicle. Wait, hold on, Eric. Do you think there's a reason that we only get to talk on the radio? Uh, probably because the grandkids are cuter on TV. <laughs> That's true. Take the Sakura exit in West and come see us at Sakura Family Ford where our, our family, family makes, makes the, the difference. difference. Can this solidify Sam Hunt as just not a country artist? Right. Where do you sit with this? Bro country. Uh, I don't like bro country. Okay. I mean, that's, like, I don't mind, like, I don't say it's, like, it has no place, but. What just. Like, I just, Sam Hunt, to me, I just don't know how you can call him a country singer. What just played. Like, Luke Bryan also does bro country, but I would call him a country singer. Do you call what just played country? No. Really? What do you call it? It's not even bro country. I would just, just say pop, country. just mainstream pop is to me. I I think but just because they sample a country a song. Station. That would never you play sure? on a pop station. You sure? Yeah, 100%. I think it might. No. Fine. Wrong. Well, I mean, I mean, there are pop country stations at this point. Yeah. Every every country station in America, effectively. Now, now the big one. Not named Shooter FM. Correct. Shooter FM sticks to the to the real ones. To the real, to the young guns, stick and the, to its guns. The old guns and the young and the new bloods. I don't know what the slogan is. We should probably learn that. No, it's something in young guns, like old young club. guns and legends of and legends of country. Yeah, you got it. Nice. <laughs> you know, just like that. Bro, country huge in New England. By the way, did you notice that um, when you were on the Cape? Florida Georgia Line, especially Luke Combs, especially the Cape League, like summer, like. They think that's like real country. I mean, I kind of like this guy. I don't think he's the worst, of the worst. But Kenny Chesney sells out Gillette three nights every summer. That's awesome. Can't buy a ticket, man. It's incredible. That's Luke awesome. Bryan, who's much worse, yeah. sells it out. Yeah. Or I, one of the what would have been one of the best concerts of my life. I'm telling you, I would have left after the opener. It was the day of my college graduation, so I couldn't go. But it was at Gillette Stadium. Blake Shelton. Mm-hmm. 
opened with George Strait. Wow. Of course it should be the other way around. I would have left after George Strait. But it was way cheaper to get that than trying to see George Strait play in Texas. That's impossible. Yes. Anyway, I mean, you would do it. It's less than a World Series ticket. Also, yes. So one time he was at Dickey's in Fort Worth, and it was 600 to get in the door. The Baylor Bears, 88. That might be worth it for me. I love George Strait. The Auburn Tigers, 82. Last night's game, Baylor goes into halftime trailing 43-34, to and in the second half outscores Auburn 54-39. to Now, if you ask an Auburn fan, what they're going to tell you is that the officials took over this game, and the officials were not great. They were not. No. It was not fun. They kept blowing the whistle all the time. But I'm hoping that's just a first game thing. If you take out the intentional foul free throws at the very end where Auburn is trying to foul Baylor, the disparity is three. Just three. And Baylor shot, I don't want to say uncharacteristically well at the line, but I'm not used to this. Could also Neither note, team shot 80%, by the way. Could also note, Auburn shot 44% from the field. Baylor shot 43%. Yep. Auburn shot 47.4% from three. Oh, nine Baylor, of 19? Baylor shot... <laughs> Nine of Nine 19, 47.4%. At the free throw line, Baylor shot 80% to Auburn's 68%. These teams combined for 60 free throws last night. Auburn missed eight free throws. If you want to get mad at the officiating crew, look at your team missing eight free throws. Yeah. Eight free And, and, and by the way, I, and I did think the officials weren't great. There was just that hopefully will not happen in a Big 12 game. Let well, them play a, lot a little of rhythm. bit. Um. Yeah, that the rhythm was terrible, and I think in the first half, I would argue it the other way. If anything, that the calls were favoring Auburn. Did that you know feel, nothing drastic? But did that feel like a like a Big Twelve game? N- no, because of the rhythm. Okay, like the, it had the physicality but, but and the we've, intensity. We've seen the rhythm ruined in a Big Twelve game, yes. just like that. Plenty of not as plenty much. of times. Uh, as much last year against West Virginia, fifty combined foul them. calls. Both West Virginia games. Both West year, Virginia yeah. games. And and to me, it did. It felt like a new. If Baylor and Texas played at a neutral site, that's kind of the way the game would pan out. Two very athletic and physical teams that are fast. Again, the game and and it just feels like it felt like at least in the West Virginia games that really favored West Virginia. Yeah. And this one, it felt like it was stepping on such a high quality basketball game. Correct. Like both teams, talented, hustling. Grit, energy, deep teams. Mm-hmm. Both of them rolled out 10, 12 guys. And had Baylor lost, I would not have been disappointed. That's the wrong... Upset, yes. Disappointed, no. Yeah, it would have been a weird feeling. I think I'm in the same boat in that it was just like, darn, that felt like it was there for the taking. I thought Baylor were still the better team. But also, on that same token, I think this team's going to get better. Because I, I still think, even with the win, this team is going to get better. Especially on the defensive end. Is that is that kind of what you were gonna and, think? And like I it was like, hey, give some patience. I wasn't disappointed with the defense. I thought the halftime adjustments I, were good. I it was, was a good not, defensive performance for giving up eighty two points. I, exactly because the turnovers were so egregious. Yep. So obviously Auburn got a lot of opportunities off of Baylor's turnovers. Baylor finished last night's game with fifteen turnovers after having eleven in the first half. So the halftime adjustments were great. Points off turnovers. Auburn having seventeen points at the free throw line also didn't hurt. And overall thought that Auburn, and this was Fran Fraschilla and Roxy Bernstein mentioning, they had a couple of guys who just don't make three-pointers that were canning them. The yeah, broom they, they start 7 of 12, 
Like, and then nine of nineteen. They say, "Hey, these guys, there are a couple of these out. dudes who are cannon threes who just aren't very good three point shooters." And and that so I don't want to say that anybody got lucky, but you saw the broom guy make two and then airball his third shot. If we didn't have the season we've had in football for Baylor, where I don't know about you, but I was pessimistic during this basketball game because of that. Like it just felt like everything was crumbling again. Yeah. If we didn't have that predisposition, I would have felt fine the whole game of like Baylor's playing well. And I think Baylor's a more talented team. Yeah. It's just it's gonna come around. And it did. It did come around. But uh, in that under four timeout, I was still like, are we really going to lose this game? Because that has to happen, that we have to continue to lose, that I have to do just negative post game after negative post game. But I thought they played well all the way around. And I, I said this a little bit before the game. I think it rings much more true after the game. Auburn's a good team. Good team. In a Should good, be a good conference. Team. Yeah. And I really think they they were like twenty seventh or whatever in the in the AP. Like they were right there, but sixteenth in Ken Palm, which is what matters. Um, that's a really good conference. They are going to be players in it. They're not as good as Arkansas or A and M or Tennessee on paper, but that's a good basketball team with a good coach. Yeah, maybe the wilder thing, wildest, maybe a wilder thing, a more wild wilder thing, thing than what. Then Baylor's nine-point comeback against okay. Auburn is the fact that we've changed or or created a name for Baylor and TCU in this rivalry, mostly for football. Yeah, the right. I believe it was Baylor Student Activities. Yep, who put this on an Instagram story, and it's the first that anybody I know of has seen it. They I've have never seen it. They have now built a logo. They had a bowl that was named that for years, decades. Built a logo and a name for Baylor and TCU, and it doesn't look like student activities just threw this one together. It looks like the Big 12, somebody has come together to create a name for Baylor TCU, and it is the Blue Bonnet? Battle of the Blue Bonnet. Oh. Not good. good. I'm going to push back a bit here. I don't hate it. I don't love it. It exists. You're going to be comfortable calling it that for years and years and having a trophy for the Battle of the Blue Bonnet? I don't like... Which, I, by the way, for a football trophy, when Blue Bonnets bloom in May? Yeah. Perfect. Everywhere I, in Texas has the Blue Bonnet, by the way. I don't like that it's the well, Battle the of the Blue Bonnet. It's a lot of words. Yes. It is. It doesn't roll off the tongue. Blue I don't Bonnet think Battle it, would have been much better. Much better. I don't even think that's good. You're a big rivalry too, guy. I love the rivalry. I just think rivalry is too generic. Too generic? Who else has it? Because you can do it with anybody. You can't do Holy War. That's BYU. That's BYU. Why, how can you do it with anybody? With rivalry. Two Christian schools. You can do it with I. You can do it with Texas and, and Texas A&M. Rivalry. Because it's being revived? Yes. Because but it's a rivalry. But you know that's not what it's about. In, Revival, in essence, like the school, in, like but, Christian schools, but the, but with one Christian revival, it doesn't even apply anymore. And in essence, it is a revive a rivalry that is revived. Texas and Texas A and M, so they you can just, just use that, did you? revival. Reef. They can just use revivalry, can they not? I, I how about, mean, how about you, Tom BYU? They stopped playing for a while. Are they the rivalry now? Because no, they, they are. You, you just the said they're the holy thing? war. Yeah. Uh huh. You got well. If you're gonna do two, well, you got to pick one. There was never a name for Baylor TCU one. before. There was never a name for this rivalry, and they never established and that's fine, it as man. rivalry. 
There is no no one. No, it's not. And fun. now it's good. That catches on. How do you on, create? How do you make bottle of the blue bonnet? It's just not good. It's way louder than I thought it would be. By the way, this is not structurally sound. Aaron, can we please get a support? How do you? How do you build a rivalry into something more than what it is? You give it a name. You give it a name for everybody to know it by. Yes, you also put it on the last week of the regular season, which they don't do. I don't think Revivalry would Battle do Battle of the Blue Bonnet Revivalry is, gonna go is not going to push the envelope here. No one's going to be like, oh, yeah, the Revivalry's coming up. Because it's so generic. It's so generic. There's no how, trophy. I just don't know how it's There's generic. There's no trophy. Well, th- this one doesn't have a trophy either. And it should. Bayor and Tech has a trophy. Yeah. Even though it's not. I mean, they won't call it the butt ball. Is what it should be called. That's awesome. Yes. What do they call that? I don't know, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance or something? Texas some corporate shootout, sponsor. Shootout. Yeah, it's something stupid. Yeah. The Blue Bonnet. The battle for the Blue Bonnet. I also don't think, I mean, this did happen like 100 years ago, but it's not something you just put out there to catch on. It's got to come somewhat naturally. The revivalry is natural. I just I can I cannot imagine I cannot imagine an what Iowa was T Rex what did T Rex put out there today? He had some good suggestions. I don't know. I didn't see it. Uh, I can imagine an I'll Iowa fan going, "Oh, the rivalry is this weekend. I, the Holy War, yeah." You yeah, but that. you're also not saying it for the little brown the red, jug, the Red River rivalry, or Paul Bunyan's axe. I think you are. You are an Iowa fan. Do you is. know who plays for the little brown jug? Wisconsin and Minnesota. I don't think that's true. I think it's Michigan and Minnesota. Okay. I got one on the team. Exactly. You know? Who plays for the rivalry? Oh, Texas and Texas A&M? I don't care what they think, but the fans don't even like this one. There are few. There are only a few that, that casual college football fans can, can name and identify. The battle for the boot is? I don't know. Wow. Rangers and Astros. Wow. There you go. That's uh, silver boot. I mean, Red River, casual college football fans know. Yes. Do they know what the Civil War is? Egg Bowl. <laughs> the Egg Bowl is one. The Apple Cup. Do you know that one? That's Big Ten. <laughs> uh, um, well, kind of. Was it, is it the big game? The big one? The big game? Is that is that you going with Ohio State, Michigan? Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think it's ever really had a game. Some people just call it the game. The game. Again, that's maybe what it is. Army um, Navy might be the best rivalry in college football. It doesn't really have a name. Uh huh. The, the Apple Cup is Washington, Washington State. By the way, the Civil War is Oregon, Oregon State. The Border War. Arkansas, can be a Missouri. Lot. No, Kansas, Missouri. Battle. For See, the, I mean, this is what I'm saying. Battle for the boot. They know what Arkansas, that is. Arkansas, LSU. Because sure, boot it's a then. boot. A boot um, like. The, the largest world's largest outdoor, outdoor cocktail, cocktail party. party, which is a terrible it is, It's something. Just awful. The cocktail party would be fine. That's, That'd that's be great. Good. But the world's largest outdoor cocktail party is that's a, too a lot going on. Illabuck. Egg bowls, great. Cyhawk. Cyhawk, all right, yeah, yeah. Kind that's of deduce that one. Cyhawk's good. Illabuck's the same way. Um, the Iron Bowl. The Iron the Bowl The Iron is, Bowl is the, I, that might be the most recognizable. Holy War, Iron Bowl, Red River. I don't even know a holy war outside of Utah. I just think it's yeah, it's good. It's, 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 but this is this is going to my point. That's good. It fits. I don't need the people in Patterson, New Jersey, to know what it is. I just need us to know. <sighs> well, the Iron Bowl transcends. Now we have a logo. Now it's Baylor and TCU and the Ooh, Battle of the Blue Bonnet every year. The Battle of Calm Ave. What's the I thirty five one? <laughs> 
What were the, what were the ideas here? You had ideas, right? In T-Rex? Oh, yeah. Sorry. T-Rex. Sorry. You got me You got me fired up. I need to pull up T-Rex. Dude, when I slammed on this. this uh, so the Chisholm Trail runs through both Waco and Fort Worth. Those were big spots on the Chisholm Trail. Yeah. Huge spots. Yeah. Cow towns. And so he suggested the clash on the Chisholm or the war for the wagon. That's infinitely better. Yep. But wait, the, we were in the state of Texas and they have blue bonnets. So what if we just did the blue bonnets? And bonnet when you look it up on Wikipedia, also Baylor TCU football rivalry also referred to as the rivalry. All right. Our rivalry is it's better, sure. But I just don't think you can. I don't think you can brand the rivalry as rivalry. Uh, and Baylor would never do that. Baylor would never do that. Uh, yeah, Baylor won't get behind it because it's not lame. Correct. Could be sacrilegious. Is, I wouldn't know is if it sacrilegious? it's cool, but no, no, no. But I do, I do believe because if BYU of, could get behind something called the Holy War. But the uh, but Baylor can't reference war. By the way, uh, it's the spin on revival. Oh. It's the spin of revival, so like having revival reaped as it wouldn't work. Baylor wouldn't do it. Baylor would no, never I, go for No, I agree with you on that, which is if you, bang unfortunate. If you look up the amount of times that Baylor University itself has used the term revivalry, I can guarantee you it's zero. zero. No shirts, no tweets, no nothing. I bet they, I guarantee you, because it's because the, that it's not so non-existent, existent, they've gone out of their way. They've had a meeting that that it is for happened. this for this they've for the had battle a meeting of the bonnet to tell everyone say, we need in people the to stop saying revivalry to say do not ever tweet do not post right. the word revival. Someone has submitted a graphic and said, "Hey, here's a graphic for the TCU game this week." Nope, nope. Send it back. And they use them as an example. No revivalry, guaranteed, guaranteed. And they put this together so that people would stop saying. Is it just a little too? For, cool? I don't know why. It's just a little too cool. Uh, coming up, Texas high school football playoff. Yes. Sounds good. Marlon and Kearns tomorrow night. Let's break it all down. Yeah, baby. This is the Drake Toll Show. The Bears have a key road test in Manhattan, Kansas this Saturday against defending Big 12 champion Kansas State. High noon for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2 p.m. kickoff. Join John, JJ, and Ricky for every play of the Bears and the Wildcats from the Little Apple this Saturday, right here on ESPN Central Texas. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 in Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty-gritty. We're real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. 
1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. If you're looking for a contractor to build your family a quality custom-built home, consider Galler Construction. Since 2007, Galler Construction has built homes throughout McLennan County for hardworking families. And when Galler Construction builds a home, they offer fair and honest customer service, plus competitive pricing. The job will be done right the first time. Family-owned and operated, Galler Construction, 254-424-2900. They are a proud backer of the Robinson Independent School District and wish head coach Chris Lancaster and the Rockets a successful season. You'll find gifts for the whole family, jewelry, candles, home decor, and wind chimes at China Spring Country Store. They're also an official Purina dealer, featuring bagged and bulk animal feed for all of your farm animals and pets. China Spring Country Store is also the place to find deer protein, deer corn, and deer feeders, outdoor furniture, plus farm and ranch supplies, including gates, panels, and fencing. Go by and say hello to Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store, 9030 China Spring Highway, and at ChinaSpringCountryStore.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. My windows, they've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Every day, Incommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, Incommons Bank offers modern-day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At Incommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at IncommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal House. The Ghost of Mississippi. 
Damn, who's that singing? Uh, this voice is familiar. Okay. This is, um... Don't tell me. All right. Don't, don't tell me. Here we go. Aaron, if you could bump us up just a bit here, we'll give you the chorus. Through the chorus, Cam. Here we go. Let's take it. Never mind. That was not the chorus. That was not the chorus. So it's Ghost of Mississippi because it's the, the witching hour. So that's the point of why we're... And I'll give you, I'll give you a very strong hint. This is actually the band, the Steel Drivers. All right, I'll give you the chorus Because no, it's a great chorus. I'll give you the chorus. Oh, Lord, why have you forsaken me? Got me down in Mississippi where I don't want to be. Oh, oh I think I got it. I think I got it. All right. Eminem. We're going to miss. National Anthem. Nationally. Wow, this game's going on way too long. Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. Stapleton, lead singer of the Steel Drivers originally, and then went off on a solo career. Very successful solo yeah, career. Yeah, you know, everyone got big into that Tennessee Whiskey song. Correct. And I just, not that it's a bad song, I just don't get, like, some people think it's the greatest country song ever. I uh, was bartending like, during what? that time, and I despise that song just because it got, it was played ten times a night for... Probably five years. I was like, when yeah. it probably still does, but I don't bartend anymore, so I have to listen to it. <laughs> yeah. So I do like, know Chris Stapleton. Like a, 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 a uh, whoa, uh, uh, friends in low places, Aaron. Did that ever become a? Oh, here it comes again. Luckily, no. Okay, okay, because it plays Most a lot. Of the old stuff was classic rock. Gotcha. All but right, but they did play a lot of Chris Stapleton and a lot of the Texas country artists and things like that, which I didn't mind that, but. Tennessee Whiskey was just so such a you, huge song. If you heard the <laughs> of Kickstart My Heart, would you be like, oh, God, here it goes. <laughs> no, uh, I would be pumped up. Okay, Kickstart gotcha. My heart. It's a great one. As an old man, it would take me back to my junior year in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, that there song came go. out. That's awesome. Uh, Waco, Texas, Metro, Central Texas, if you will. We got if some I will. football this week. High school football in the playoffs. I know Lark Smith is chomping at the. This is the Lark Smith Super Bowl. Dun, 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 dun. This is his week, man. Mart and Cumby, go. Mart. Yeah, I like it. Alito and Shoemaker. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I like that you didn't laugh about Martin Cumby, but Alito <laughs> Shoemaker is just a. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get serious. All right. Uh, Crawford and Italy. This one's a dangerous one. This is a one. good one. Because Crawford's not as good this year. Italy is on tested. paper. Italy is actually better than Crawford. I'm not sure Crawford makes it out of round one. I like Crawford in this one. Give me the Pirates. I like the experience. Because they've been there so many times before. Lorena and Yoakum. I, oof. Yoakum, I think, beat La Vega. Or lost to La Vega in overtime. Okay. I like the way Lorena's trending and been tr- has been trending the last month. Take Lorena. Yoakum didn't play Leve- no, overtime. They lost by seven. You're right. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Good call. Good call. Lorena by 10. Yoakum's not bad at five Yoakum's and five. Not bad. They're a dangerous five and five. Lorena beat Franklin, though. Give Tough me district. the Leopards. Marlon and Current. Wait a second. I'm calling this game. I can't pick that. I can't you pick must this abstain. Shouldn't I abstain too? Uh, yeah, you should. You should. But Marlon, we Kearns, should go with the sponsorship side, which is about even now. So by you the pick way. Marlon, I pick Kearns. Uh, 
I do think it's going to be a fun one. I, I think Marlins got on paper. Marlins should win by 14, 21. Um, but the Bobcats are dangerous. They are as, as wily and, uh, tough, tough. Just put it that way as any team, um, in Texas based on things they've gone through, which we'll talk about tomorrow too. Uh, speaking of tomorrow, we won't be on the air. No. We'll not That's be on sad, the air tomorrow. That's sad, man. Yeah, uh, Baylor men's basketball cuts right through us. So we got our first day off since August 7th. For some. Yes, for <laughs> me. Maybe not for you. Who takes a day off three times a week? Yeah, I know. <laughs> about. I do need to still put in the directions how to get here. Robinson and Cuero. Oh. Uh, oh. You know, it was a fun run. Yeah, it was. a great season. It was. They fought really hard. Good for you, Rockets, gobble, making gobble. it back to the postseason. I'm going to have to go with the Gobblers yeah. as well. Going to have to go Quero in that Good one. to see Robinson back. Yes. How about Jonesboro and Robert Lee? Hmm. Yeah, I know. Been thinking about this one a lot, haven't you? Is that Robert Lee the town? Um, yes. Wow. That's pretty far out there. Yeah. Uh, Jonesboro. Which Max is in Arkansas, so that is pretty far out Considers there. to be in the Waco Metro, by the way. That's the only reason we have to bring this one up. Uh, um, Jonesboro is the number 25 team in Texas. In the nation, I'm sorry. 11 in Texas overall. Per max preps. Off what? Like I God only knows. I guess I'll pick Jonesboro. Oh, great. Good pick. I'm going to go Jonesboro as well. Leon and Garrison. Yeah. Garrison by a lot. I, I like South Park. I'm going to go Garrison. Belton and Travis. Belton. Yeah, Belton's been good. Travis is not. Belton's been solid. Nine and one, five and one in district yes. play for those guys. On the district. And then Tidehaven and Buffalo. Mm. Aaron's wearing a Buffalo shirt today. I'm going Buffalo. Oh, God. Buffalo's number 939 in the I'm state going of Texas. Buffalo. I'm riding. Tidehaven's 117. Riding Buffalo. Give me Tidehaven taking care of business. Uh, Max Preps rankings, that no one's counting. The points don't matter. Those are just, it's a fugazi. They don't exist. They don't exist. Uh, then the China Spring Cougars. What? Taking on West Western Hills. Nope. How many times are you going to do that this week? I'm going to do it in the game. Do you too. not have it in front of you? Is it Lake Worth? It's Lake Worth. Which you did do in the state semis last year, I believe. Uh-huh. Multiple The times. game between China Spring and Decatur kept referencing Bernie as they were on the field. Yeah. I'm going to take China Spring. Those were Thursday's games. China Spring plays on Friday. We'll get through the Cayuga and Riesel and P&G and Brenham and all those games. I guess Friday we'll talk about those. LaGrange and Madisonville. LaGrange is too damn hot. Bandera and Gerald Connolly, Giddings, Live Oak. Making a great run, making a great run late in the season. Bernie Champion and College Station might be a good one. Sneaky good one. Bernie Champion's not bad. Parker Heights and DeSoto. <laughs> oh, no. University and Crockett. Clifton and East Bernard. Dunbar, La Vega. Could be fun. Gatesville, Gonzalez. Dunbar always gets that second, third place. Mm, Grosbeck and Whitney. Oh, that just screams high school football. Grosbeck does have a number one overall pick, so I'm always going to roll with that. Waxahachie and Midway West and Teague. Uvalde and Lampasas. Franklin, Hallettsville. And you know... Hallettsville's district, man. Yeah. Uh, That's Smith loves Hallettsville, Rockdale, Columbus. All of that we'll talk about tomorrow. No, Friday. We're off the air tomorrow. John Morris is going to bring you a recap of last night's ball game, a big Baylor basketball win, the John Morris Show.
from two to three. And then Matt Mosley takes you from three to six alongside Aaron Sexton. Speaking of Aaron Sexton, he runs the board. That's Cameron Stewart across the room. This has been It Always Will Be. Thank you for making it your lunchtime. Listen every single day. The Drake Tolls Show. The Baylor Coaches Show, this Wednesday, beginning at 7 p.m., live from Rudy's in Waco, with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Wednesday, beginning at 7, live from Rudy's, and hear from men's golf coach Mike McGraw and volleyball head coach Ryan McGuire. That's this Wednesday from 7 till 8 p.m., live from Rudy's, and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Where's your pain? Is it in your knees, hips, your back? Don't let it sideline you any longer, and don't let them tell you surgery is the only option. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas, talking about QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, restoring and repairing damaged joint tissue the natural way. Get started now so you can live big in 2024.